Inner Pathways, Inspirations for your journey towards sustainability and beyond. Hello, this is Deborah. I welcome you back into my cozy podcast room, offering you an intimate space for exploration today. Yes, today my colleague Santa Krastinja from the Zala Briviba organization that is part of our project is meeting Maxim Chantelieus, who will be guiding us into a meditative journey into the magic world of sounds. I'm particularly curious to embark for this journey. Hearing is a very sensitive channel of mine and I'm interested in practicing some exercises to sharpen my awareness. So, I'm happy to let Santa and Maxim speak. Today we'll talk about listening as culture of self-awareness. So for this I met my good friend Maxim Schentelius. He's an architect, sound artist and phonographer and I thought he is the best person to talk about that. Hi Max. Ciao Santa. What do you do as sound artist and phonographer? Well, as sound artist, I work uh, with cinema, performance, theater. And phonographer, what does it mean? Phonographer is a person who is recording sound, to fix or document the sound of environment, the sound of everyday life or, or something unusual. We do documentation of those phenomenons. Okay, we hear because we have ears and brain, so why do we listen and what does it give to us? We do listen because we hear, of course, but if we do it with awareness, we can change a lot how we perceive reality. Uh, we can change ourselves and also in this way we can change a reality because we are those who construct reality. Could you tell more about the qualities we develop? One of those qualities is a quality of um, uh, presence, being present uh, in time and space being just here and now. It's a presence in our inner selves, mindfulness. And those are those things that we usually do not enjoy because we do shift with our thoughts. We remember things, plan things, and very rarely we are really here and now. So how do we develop these qualities? We can do different exercises to develop those qualities by listening. Could you introduce with them? Some of them are very based on my personal experience. If things work for me, they could help someone else as well. And then in, in, in course of years, I found out that they really work nicely. I would recommend to choose a natural sound source, a sound of forest or sound of um, ocean or a sea or a river. Listen to it as if it would be a musical piece. And uh, by listening, Go from detail to detail, focus your attention on slightest changes in this environment and then go back to the whole, feel the structure and go back again to details and again back to the whole thing. So sort of deconstruct and reconstruct it and try to understand the structure of this composition.
but uh, it's not always very interesting and um, we are not calm at all inside. Do you have any practice for boredom? That's another thing that I found out myself when listening can be very useful. I don't like waiting and it does stress me out. Uh, but sometimes you just cannot escape from being in transition for hours, waiting for whatever, plane or being on a ferry, few hours in boring situation. It's normal. And I myself found out that I can easily overcome this agitation and boredom and being not satisfied with what I am and where I am by just concentrating on sounds of environment around, even if the sound is boring. It brings a inner balance to concentrate on the sound when it's actually not rich, not interesting, not spectacular. By concentration you come to this calmness and you can come to it through listening to this sound. So, um, what was that? It's actually a quite recent recording from Norway, from fjords at night. So there is a sound of water and also this background drone of, uh, of traffic, which is not very intense, but it's in, in very distance on the other side of the fjord. And it really resonates in, in the mountains around and fills the whole space so it's sort of breathing actually from very little sounds of night urban life so it is uh, boring on the one hand but also very rich and resonant on the other so it's good deep sound for deep listening and what kind of quality i can develop listening this kind of sound for a longer time it really develops a quality of presence uh, within and uh, inner balance because on a first glance it is nothing special uh, but it's a very shallow perception because first we look for something very inspiring attractive so we want very intense sensations for deeper and more calm and settled sensations we have to take more time but they do open up a deeper qualities in us so, by taking up those small shifts and small changes in soundscape, we can go even deeper within. 
thank you very much for this experience. But sometimes environment or the places we are, we got used to so much that we cannot find a reason and meaning and it all feels very boring and we cannot get any um, inspirational spark. So to use sound to, to train, to train or to, to give back this um, sparkle. Definitely. And I think there is nothing wrong with uh, uh, the things just become boring and we lose interest in them because we just get used to them. It is also very natural, there is nothing wrong about that. It's even very useful. We cannot be all the time, you know, overexcited with things because we have to recognize things that we know. But also, if it's too much of that, then we really naturally get bored because nothing new happens. Like, we know everything around us. This is what happens in environments that we really are used to. How to find a sparkle, you were asking me. I would suggest exercise of replacement which is very simple and funny in a way, and it always brings joy. And uh, as the idea of a replacement, placing invented, imagined landscape into soundscapes that we are listening to is combining a recording and real environment. You go somewhere and listen to recording from another place on your headphones. You can go to the marketplace that you know your city marketplace and listen to recording of some exotic marketplace from another country which you do not know. But it's the same function and it overlaps in a way because people just do similar functions there but with very different sounds and in very different cultural context. And by doing that you really refresh your perception. You become more sharp and attentive for things that you've lost maybe your sparkle because you're just very used to those conveniences of your own whatever marketplace, railway station, anything. This exercise can be done also with a group by listening to recording. And in this case, we just listen to particular recording of a marketplace, try to imagine what it is like there. Because we, all of us, have experience in some sort of marketplaces but different ones. So by using this experience in marketplaces that we know, let us listen to exotic recording of a marketplace and let's imagine what people are doing there, what they are buying, what they are selling, what they are exchanging there, how it could look like, smell like, feel like. And thus we would develop some freshness in our perception. So let's do it for a couple of minutes. Hello. 
I was wondering, as you are working with students and also kids, what do you recommend to people like when using those methods? I would definitely recommend to do a field work, which means to go out and to listen to sounds as a homeworks. And what is uh, important is to give very precise directions and instructions for how to listen, what to listen, where to listen and how long to listen. And then students would come back and explain what they've heard. It's also good sometimes to give uh, uh, some extra helping tools. Like I would use drawing a lot because I love drawing myself. And I also, if I do some sound works, I always draw. I make scores which are dependent on content. So they can be very different and very personal. Can just encourage students to make those drawings uh, that would help them to explain later on what they've heard, to memorize sounds in their sequence of how they heard them. Or you can also do a sound walk with your students in uh, very simple places like parks, some quiet place which is uh, easy to focus on sounds. Wow, it's been almost a mystical experience. Thank you both so much. I remember one master telling me, nothing is noise, all is sound. After this experience, I add that there are a thousand sounds in every sound. <laughs> and the next podcast will be guided by myself and I'll invite you to have a little taste of what the gift culture is. Exploring the gift culture can be really transformative because it does not involve only money but also our capacity to feel and stay in a place of openness and connection. I'll be very happy to offer you some hints and practices. In the meanwhile, I remind you to visit our website innerpathways.eu and our Facebook page Inner Pathways Towards Sustainability where you find, for instance, many stories about most of the topics covered by our podcasts. You can subscribe to our Spotify channel to listen to the other podcasts, or you can get them straight to your inbox every Thursday at 4 p.m. by subscribing at innerpathways.eu slash hashtag newsletter. And I hope that you as me, 
will take advantage of the sound surrounding us in the next days to practice today's exercises. And see you soon. Ciao.